Real Bad is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. If you want to explore more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head over to cageclub.me and check out some of our friends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. I am your host, Nick Jenkins. Today I'm joined by three friends. First, Sam Schultz. Hello. Bill Mead. Hi, everybody. And Valerie Barr. Hello. And today we are discussing another children's film, quote-unquote children's film, in the 1988 thing, Mac and Me, which... This is one of the weirder experiences I've had with a film, like, in terms of, like, life. Like, normally bad movies, even when I was a kid, didn't get, like, trailers and huge production pushes and marketing pushes and stuff like that. Like, usually they were, they flew under the radar because they couldn't afford that. Mm -hmm. This is a big budget bad movie. Big. Mm -hmm. Very big budget, especially for the time, 88. And... I remember the tie-ins with McDonald's. I remember posters. I remember advertisements on TV. And I remember very clearly this was a ripoff of E.T. Like this is <laughs> That's undeniable. Yeah, it's a straight up ripoff of E.T. But before we get too deep into this, we have to do a 60-second plot dump. And to do that is going to be Valerie. Oh, good. Oh boy. I wrote down some stuff. <laughs> is that allowed for these? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I don't care. I Hold think on. Matt writes them all out. Yeah, Matt is, you know, he, That's he practices his storytelling. I wrote storytelling. down mine and edited it a lot. <laughs> Whoa. So okay. It might not be 66. We'll All right, we'll find out. And this is the 60-second plot done for Mac and me in three, two, one. Okay, so there are some aliens on a planet. They get sucked up by NASA and brought back to Earth. They escape, but the baby is left behind. And hitchhikers, hitch, hitchhikers? hitchhikes with a family uh, who is moving across the country. Um, nobody sees him. He destroys some of their house and the mom gets mad. The younger brother, there's two brothers. The younger one is the star of the film, kind of. Uh, he is in a wheelchair and he falls off a cliff and Mac saves him. <laughs> um, he tells people about Mac, but nobody believes him. A neighbor girl and him set a trap to catch Mac, and they do in a vacuum cleaner. Um, NASA men come and question the family. Uh, they go to McDonald's for a birthday party. Mac dances on the counters and everyone loves him. He's in a bear suit or like a skin of a teddy bear. Um, the NASA Ten men... seconds. Oh, God. NASA men show up. Uh, they chase him. The aliens have a gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Oh, God. Hold on a second. Uh, the, police... <laughs> the police shoot a gas tank and Eric dies allegedly um the aliens come out of the flames and save eric by putting their hands over him um and then they become american citizens at a ceremony and drive away in a pink cadillac the end he didn't really mention that they found his family again. oh like there was okay, there was a lot of that part there was a lot missed. of that part. was weird uh yeah, yeah they go into the desert and find the aliens in a cave and no one's chasing these aliens no, they know that they exist, and they know where Mac is, but I guess they can't find the rest of them. I don't know why they know where Mac is, though. He seems like the hardest one to track down. Well, they did know where he was. They did. Well, no, they... I don't know why of him, of all of them, they would know oh, where he was. right. Yeah, okay. So the other ones just walked away. They just walked away? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the In leads... their creepy, creepy walk. Yes. Yeah, and the, the lead alien... scientist was just like, give them space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they had enough space to go to the desert. No guard stopped them. No. <laughs> yeah, that's the true. The inner sanctum and the outside of this. 
But they could blow up doors with their minds. So mm. yeah, they have electric powers. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. And, and then also powers. explosion of glass powers. And they can make stuff move around like electron, like everything. They can like levitate they, stuff, right? They had or, cheap special effects powers because yeah. they could make a TV turn on that wasn't plugged in. Yeah. And they could they, they could be squished. Mm-hmm, they up have cartoon in, powers. That's true. They seem rubbery and malleable. Yeah. Stretchy. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're supposed to be on a moon of Saturn. That was my guess. Uh-huh. That's that's my guess. And they start out... It's interesting that we start out... Like, one of the very first shots is just of the aliens. And it's hard not to compare this to E.T., right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, we're seeing, like... I don't hate this movie, actually. I, I had a great time watching it. Yeah. Like, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um... It's badly made, especially for the budget, which we'll get into. <laughs> but it's impossible to not compare this to one of the greatest films ever made. Mm-hmm. Like, E.T. is one of the top, let's just cast a wide net and say one of the top 50 greatest films ever made. And it was made four years before this. Four one. years before this um, on a similar but lower budget. But if you think about the storytelling of that, well, and I'll come back to this again and again as we talk about it, but like the opening like you don't see ET until a fair amount into the film. Like there's a lot of anticipation. That's, that's true. Yeah, that was, that was and yeah. like the first shot of this, I think, is just the aliens on the planet, yeah, just like goofing around, sucking up, drinking soda out of the ground on a straw. Yeah, yeah they're dr- they have their straws that they drink stuff out of the ground with. It's it's implied that their planet's full of Coca Cola. That's true. It is. Although it looks watery, you can see it. It's definitely. Maybe it's Sprite. It's Sprite. (laughs) That's why he doesn't want Coke anymore at one point. I want to feel like home. I want to feel like Sprite. (laughs) So, like the the storytelling of this is is abysmal in a lot of respects. It's just like the the first shot. It's also a thing with any kind of science fiction or horror film. Like you got to be careful how much you show your cheesy effect. Because even the alien in Alien in the shadows looks really creepy and really scary. But when you see it, there's a moment near the end of the film where it stands up and it's like, oh, it's a guy in a suit. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you, it's just a guy in a rubber suit. Yeah, no, desert is not the correct uh, <laughs> setting for aliens to be mysterious. There's nothing mysterious in this movie. No, no. it's all extremely blatant. And yeah. that makes it not good. And I, I wanted to ask. What are people's feelings about Muppets and puppets when you can see the legs and the legs move? Well, okay. Uh, See, there's a couple problems here because the most disturbing elements of this for the aliens were the people that were in suits. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those the skinny people in these weird flesh suits and the way they walked. Mm-hmm. I would say that there was there's a a version of this movie where they had cuter heads where it wasn't as scary. I think their faces were the most nightmarish thing about it. Well, mm. the bodies in general, just the fact that it's someone probably naked with just yeah. a weird rubber skin They were over really them. naked. Very tall, skinny people. Yeah. Little pot bellies. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, yeah. There's oh. another version where the aliens have like spacesuits on, which is way, way less scarier there, also. And I had read that th- they wanted to pay some respects to E.T., by not they <laughs> allegedly this is an article I read they didn't want to copy ET that much which we can all agree what? they I that's what I said to this article there's an article out there that goes over the producer who made this film and he wanted to just make a good kids movie like they all do sorry 
and he had someone from LucasArts come and look at the the aliens just to be like, hey, this isn't too much like E.T., right? <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't look too it's much not. like E.T. Yeah, it's, no. it's stretched out E.T. I cool. read that the, that person was Kathleen Kennedy, that she came yeah. and like gave her blessing to the movie that it was okay to make it. 88? That's what it said in this article. That's why, that's why I had questions, too. Yeah, that seems off. Hmm. So this dude might just be making up a bunch Someone of stuff. Someone might be just making things up. Should we try to describe what Mac looks like? He looks like a Furby. His head looks like <laughs> yeah. a Furby. He's and then there's a body. Horns. A Furby with no hair. With no fur. Or mouth. He has got Pink, a circly mouth. Piggy, Furby, no beak, just a little hole. Yeah. They stick a straw in. His, plus mm-hmm. a weird body. Cheeks are yeah. like butt cheeks, kind of. Yeah. He's a butt cheeks. He looks like a sea monkey. Oh, yeah, he does. He looks like an if you were to do a live-action sea monkey. Because, mm-hmm. like, Which, animated, a sea monkey's cute. Nick, do you not know that there was a live-action uh, live sea monkey television show? I did not where know three, this. Where a family of sea monkeys get blown up and have to live in the real world? No. <laughs> what? Maybe we can watch that. When did this bad. happen? That's a movie? <laughs> Came on after Fish Police. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you don't know what Fish Police about? is? I've never <laughs> heard of Fish Police. Oh, they do. Guys. Look. Like well, that's it. so weird. Let's what we're seeing. <laughs> Whoa. Yes, I will say Mac looks like a little sea monkey, except a little grosser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because his mouth is a butthole. And his <laughs> his mouth doesn't move. Uh-uh. It just, they... it like, vibrates a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I guess they're, you know, it, it, to give the movie a little bit of credit, like the whole race of, they, they communicate through whistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least they put that kind of thought into they, it. Sure. I feel like they wrote a lot of this movie around that mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the straw thing. There was the, the straws. There was thing. a whistling. There was like Skittles will fit in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> That's all they do. <laughs> this, uh, look, there have been, <laughs> we kind of just went through the golden age of ripoffs uh, because mm-hmm. of Asylum films and doing uh, their Transmorphers and stuff like that that are blatant ripoffs. Ripoffs mm-hmm. that like are obviously ripoffs that are trying. They're not trying to convince you that it's an original idea. They're just like, hey, here's a cheesy version of this. And but at the time, there were a lot of riff- ripoffs happening. And the one that comes to mind that I want to do on here sometime is I think it's called Alan Quartermain in the Lost City of Something mm-hmm. uh, that actually has Sharon Stone in it. That is a just a blatant ripoff of Indiana Jones, of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's blatant. And this is the same thing. Like this is, I, I don't care if they want to pay homage to or be respectful of it. This is, this is a ripoff. It's so weird too because we talked about this. We discovered this. Um, Val, Sam, and I did a group watch (laughs) of this, and I discovered that the budget was $13 million. The budget for E.T., granted, six years earlier, was $10 million. This is a more expensive (laughs) film that I – seriously, you guys got to watch this to really understand – the insanity of saying that this is the same or more expensive than E.T. Yeah, you can see fishing line during scenes. You can see a track on the wall where yeah. somebody falls, runs across the ceiling and down the oh, wall. Oh, where she's strapped mm-hmm. to the, to the, the vacuum, vacuum cleaner. cleaner. Yeah. yeah. 
It's just not. Yeah, it you doesn't can see her look... dummy legs flopping. Around. Oh, yeah, it looks she like it looks like her legs get shattered when that thing <laughs> yeah. crashes because okay. it's <laughs> dummy legs and they just <laughs> she dies. She's dead. Yeah, <laughs> but even low budget things can be fun, and this was fun at times. Mm-hmm. But it was fun in ways that I don't think it was trying to be fun. Or that should cost money. Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> like, if we're just talking about money, it's an ugly film. It's it's not well shot. It's not well acted, uh, except for mm-hmm. one scene where the brother, the older brother, has the greatest reaction. <laughs> in the van? In the van, in the, in the history of reactions, where his mother accuses him of doing something, and then he goes, ah, woo, ah, <laughs> he just makes a bunch of weird sounds with his mouth and he shakes does. his head around. It's great. I want to push back on the not well acted a little bit because I really? feel like it wasn't necessarily well acted, but that the actors had a chemistry with each other, at least in the human family. Yeah, the family feels pretty good and and nice in like a good family that you're rooting for. Yeah. But the writing mm-hmm. is, you know, it's not that good. Yeah, so. there's uh, there's no shitty people in this family, I, which is rare. Yeah, and I, I felt, honestly, when we're talking about the bad acting, I felt like there was a dip in the movie, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Because I, I judge kid actors way too harshly than they have any right to be judged. But in the beginning, I went, oh, there's a couple. This is fine. It's doable. And then it got a little more stilted, I felt, as the movie went on. Mm-hmm. And I had read that they were shooting for a while without a script, which may oh. have added to funding oh. issues with, like, that might that doesn't help. No, it of doesn't. Course. No. So I wonder if, especially towards the end, if they were just shooting that day. Like, if this yeah. was a, here's your script, say these lines, please. Hmm. It's really spinning its wheels at the end, too. With yeah. like taking <laughs> so long to drive out to the desert, oh, taking wow. for freaking ever to get the family, like, rejuvenated. Yeah, here's a Coke yeah. one at a time. Here is a sweatshirt for each of you. Yeah. What's please. real time? Here's and then a he jacket. goes in the thing, and he finds them and looks at them for a while. Then he goes out and then gets every, all of his friends, and then they come back in and do the same exact thing mm-hmm. all over yeah. again. They're short one Coke. Let's go get more Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. The aliens are revived by Cokes. They feel sick, <laughs> yeah. like E.T. is sick, but it's just Coke that they, they just need. It's Coke and then they're fine. Yeah. When I was... Here, okay, sad story time. Uh-oh. Everybody gather around. So when I was a little kid, um, we found a kitten in our backyard that was dying. Oh, God. And mm. the we called the vet, and the vet said, "All you." I think at the time it said, well... All you can really do at this point, because they were over and says it sounds like the the cat's dying, but what you can try to do is give it some sugar water mm-hmm. and see if that helps. And I'm watching this, thinking about that, mm-hmm. and going, well, they're giving him sugar water. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all that they consume. It's true. It's true. And we can't, you know, we can't neglect the fact that obviously Coca-Cola, Skittles, and McDonald's had a huge buy-in mm-hmm. for uh-huh. this movie. Yeah. Would a budget reflect the money that you got from sponsors like that? It's kind of hard to know for sure. I would say yes, because it is the money you spent on the movie. Right. So, Do you think McDonald's had to give them that much for them to put McDonald's in? Uh, from what I read, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. they no, uh, McDonald's was approached, is what I read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they kind of like indirectly funded it through the Ronald McDonald House. Like, not exactly that, but... It was it was intended. That was like a food supplier. Type yeah, of thing. something like that. They approached it as this is for 
to raise awareness for the Ronald McDonald House charity. So proceeds from it were supposed to go to the Ronald McDonald House, but I couldn't actually find anything that said that. Were there proceeds? Well, no, there weren't any proceeds. (laughs) Well, there weren't any proceeds for the theatrical release, but uh, it might have made its money back on home video. Probably way, way later. Well, yeah, I mean, 89, 88, 89 would have been the heyday of home video. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we're still making fun of it today, so if we keep, if podcasts still make fun yeah. of this movie, <laughs> yeah. people will keep checking it's it out. It's out on Blu-ray. It is? Great. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it's out on Blu-ray. It's uh, It was featured on uh, the first episode of the new season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm-hmm. Also, every time Paul Rudd is on Conan. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a part of, it, it is weird, it's, it's, it's part of our cultural uh, consciousness. It's yeah. kind of the totally. new plan nine from outer space. I feel like, in some respects, I would say it's not at the level of the room. No, it's, it's that's not. True. It's not at you know those. Even it's if people more... haven't seen it, they know of it from some reference mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, and internet, you know, yeah. it's it, the 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 gif of the kid falling off the cliff <laughs> and yeah. everything. It's a crappy puppet that falls. Is like that's it's out there. So we're so it's like it is. It's in our awareness. It's mm. not a strangely unknown movie and it wasn't at the time like there was yeah. a massive marketing push so that's weird i was like one and a half or something i feel like i would have had some kind of mac in me <laughs> absorption in my brain but as a, a one, one and, and a half, half year old? i don't know or like there'd be like something floating around my house that well, was like this is like a newspaper that had mac and me in it or something like that heck? i had never heard of it until i was way way older though i mean there would be no reason for you to really I just figured it was a straight to to video that's the weird thing Mm -hmm. it's not it should have been but at at a 10 13 million dollar budget you have to get that thing into theaters to try to make some of that money back and it didn't it did not do well but it did i believe make it back because i know that some proceeds did go back to the ronald mcdonald house that's good i don't know how much or and what it didn't sound like they were trying to trick the Ronald McDonald House either. Like they had good intentions, it seemed like behind making this movie. I don't think there's any nefariousness behind this movie. It doesn't well, feel that way. Well, clearly trying to cash in. Didn't uh, someone said they wanted to make an ET for a new generation? It was time for a new generation to have their ET. Yeah. <laughs> so six, those, six years later. later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think technically ET is so good that it's still everybody's generation. Oh, it's yeah. timeless. Yeah. Yeah, which is bizarre. <laughs> When you think about it, there there are a few movies from that era that, for some reason, are timeless. The Goonies, mm. not the Goonies, well, but um, timeless in, in the same in an abstract sense. I think the Goonies. No, I'm just picking on the Lots Goonies. When you watch the Goonies, it's very bad. But when you yes. think about the Goonies, it's very good. It's still, but like, it's still f- uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you go from if you have E.T., I mean, there's a, there was a Spielberg-Lucas era, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, oh, the, we were going to talk about something guy. else. Uh, well, Joe Dante, yeah. um, and uh, oh, God. Um, what did they make? Back to the Future. Uh, Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. Like, there were a bunch of filmmakers that, like, Back to the Future is still timeless in a weird oh, totally. way even though it's set in 1985 yeah mm-hmm. and the know. future is past yeah and the future it goes to is past there's still something about it i was watching it with a friend's i think she was 14 and she'd never seen it and at the beginning she was like this is sad and boring and then by the end she was jumping off of her chair so <laughs> excited by the fact that marty got back to the back yeah. to 1985 like she 
it was weird because at first she's like, oh, it's an old movie. It's stupid. And then by the end of it, she was like, this is one of my favorite things I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you have Gremlins, which is also fairly timeless. You mm-hmm. have Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is starting to show cracks, but it's been a long time. Yeah. But there's still not really anything like it. Exactly. And then uh, Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. and a little bit of Star Wars. Star Wars has also start, started to show its age, but like there's... And E.T. is one of those, too, that it's like you can still watch it. And it's like this is effective mm-hmm. um, in a weird way. I had a film professor who, when I brought this up, he was very much like, oh, it's because they discovered formulas. And so everything's a formula. So it's it's terrible. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Do you think it was How a boring? Sweet, I feel like it was maybe a sweet spot between practical effects and special effects where they found like this perfect balance where yeah, the CG, yeah. there's something there's not that much about CG it. and yeah. so it doesn't feel dated in that way but Jurassic Park is a little bit of CG and it yeah. feels but pretty again, timeless too but it was a lot of puppets it was yeah, a lot of puppets and yeah. the marriage we, we of talked things. about lighting too because yeah. they knew when to cover something up of rain it was good directors <laughs> also I yeah. suppose yeah, yeah. Good, di- good directing yeah and just knowing how to visually bring this story to life and mm-hmm. I, I mean we've sort of been harping on this but I mean that is the pro- the the big problem for me with Mac and Me is that it visually doesn't the, the director doesn't know how to visually tell this story Mm-mm. in any mm-hmm. way and so that means everything is just brightly lit mm-hmm. at all times and is you know wide master shots nothing creative everything's flat and ugly and ugly mm-hmm. and yeah, so I don't know, Bill. You got kids? Yes, I do. <laughs> a whole one of them. I don't think I don't think he's ugly. No, or a wide shot. <laughs> Nobody thinks their own kid is ugly. No, Did you watch true. this with your kid? No, he he goes to bed for these usually. <laughs> yeah, I think you would just be scared of this until you were in your teens. I probably. yeah, maybe. I do have memories of seeing this as a little kid on TV, though. The courthouse scene. Was in my brain for some reason. The end when they get naturalized yeah. at when, the end when they become American citizens. Uh-huh. That was weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. NASA was just like, you "Oh, think? you saved a child. <laughs> you can become citizens and drive a car." Yeah. After you wandered around the gun for send them that's back. All you've done. <laughs> you can get to their planet. Send them back. <laughs> yeah. They obviously yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, help them get back to their home. Maybe their planet had died and they were the last survivors and they were wandering around. Just... I mean, that was not clearly spelled out in the movie. No, no they seem pretty chipper. I mean, they yeah, they got out of being squished up in the vacuum. Yeah, they to, were yeah. dying in a cave on Earth, so that wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. It's weird. Like, the, the weird... So <laughs> it is weird that yeah. that yeah. sequence it, like before then is like, I get this. It's an E.T. ripoff. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, they're going to bring the kid back to life. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it's fine. Then that court scene happens. <laughs> and that is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in a movie. Well, it's it's weird because <laughs> of what it means. First of all, they're not just citizens of Earth now. They're citizens of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all dressed in 1950s. Like housewifey stereotypical, yeah. and they have a pink Cadillac, and they have a 1950s pink Cadillac. And this which is, is a also ceremony weird. where other people are being becoming citizens as well. It's not no just yeah. them. No one's even looking at the aliens. Yeah, though. right. That's, that's old news. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> as far as I can tell, they still they still can't speak, which you know that's fine. That's not a prerequisite. But they didn't but seem to understand much either. That, yeah, Matt caught on pretty quick. Yeah, though. but but clearly there's like something, some barrier between. I don't know. But the fact that they're driving 
a car away with two children in it yeah. with no adults. Yeah, the driving seems suspect. That, and that that's the exclamation point of the weirdness. On the freeway. They're on the freeway in this pink Cadillac. <laughs> Who gave them the pink Cadillac? Where right. did they get it? Do they have a job? Do they, do they have, have jobs job? now? Yeah, they have clothes. They're, they're just like stars. I think, to be fair, if we found aliens and they were that goofy and boring, we would get bored of them really quickly. I don't think so. You I think, think they so? would be in the government's hands forever. No, but... If they well, were. <laughs> the first ones, yeah. If we found them before the government got their hands on them, maybe. This is why I hope we never find Bigfoot. Uh, just let them be. Like, well, I'm afraid if we ever, if there ever was a big, just so we're clear, I don't believe in Bigfoot. But <laughs> if we ever did find a Bigfoot, they'd just put him in a cage. Yeah. Or yeah. her. They'd, they'd put maybe. them in a cage. Oh, th- mm-hmm. there's, there's the much darker version of this movie that we imagine where that family's not going to live. I don't mean the yeah. alien family. I mean, oh yeah, Eric's family There's gonna is going to be a wet works team after that. Yeah, family, that sure. that family never existed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were already oh. transient. It would be easy. Make it look like <laughs> it an would accident. be easy. Yeah. That hill was right behind their house. Yeah, they was. all fell off. Whoops! Yeah. Look at all these broken <laughs> wheelchair brakes. Well, before we move on, I do want to say something nice about this film. Yeah, that actually, I think Sam and I both screamed when this happened. Val, you might have two, but I just <laughs> Sam was right next to me. It has one of the most shocking stunts. Oh, yeah, I have that ever. Was so cool. s- it was so cool. So there's this chase scene happening with the kid in his wheelchair, and he's it's you know it's supposed to be like the bicycle scene from ET, where mm-hmm. and because Mac, Mac is riding on him on the the wheelchair, and he goes out into traffic. But he also he also has clothes on. Like- yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I don't know how they did this, but there are a couple shots, one in particular, where a speeding car misses him by like a foot. Mm-hmm. Like it is. And I know there are ways to fake it, like you use a longer lens and that's going to distort the space between mm-hmm. him and the car. And maybe they were undercranking, so it was playing faster. I don't know, but both Sam and I went, whoa! Yeah, you, I think you can kind of see the stuntman go like, holy shit. <laughs> His head Maybe it's just like, a fact of bad planning and it got way too close. <laughs> yeah, that oh, is what yeah. it seemed like to me. That makes more sense. Because uh-huh. I don't, the, the tricks you described, would you give this movie credit for using those? <laughs> I would hope. Everything else is you? so obvious and blatantly badly designed that probably not. It mm-hmm. reminds me of like a student film and then they got mm-hmm. something really cool that almost killed them and they're like, yeah. put it in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, this was a student film with surprisingly okay pyrotechnics and stunt work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean that, yes. <laughs> it blew up a rather large gas station. That was a, the there's some mm-hmm. big explosions. And every time there was a helicopter shot, I just thought, oh, yeah, that's how they used to have to do that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you didn't have drones. Yeah. You had to hire an actual pilot. We, we talked about this earlier, and I don't want to spring it up on you, but since I'm talking about the fire and the mall scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, some people, most of us in this room know about this. And this. Is, I do not. I, I didn't know about what was being talked about. Uh, so towards the end, Val mentioned this a little earlier. Uh the the family the alien family gets back together they're at the mall and the cops slash army it's a grocery store like a, yeah like a stop it's and a, like a strip something. mall yeah there's a the store that they are by when the explosion happens is not the one they were in oh it's like across the way oh from okay it. okay yeah. uh but th- there's a scene where uh the family not being able to speak English just walking around 
and they stolen a security guard's gun. Yeah, they, they yeah. were just waving a gun around. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I forgot that minor detail. Well, because they, they don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, they're just waving it around, and uh, the cops are trying to stop them, which is their job. They're doing their job, indeed. And Eric says he's gonna go talk to them. <laughs> That's right. And then there's an explosion, uh, and Eric is lifeless. And they do alien magic to bring him back to life. Mm-hmm. We're gonna show Nick. The deleted scene. Okay. And I hope, well, we'll just see how this goes. All right. Okay. Yeah, Bring this is from the Japanese <sighs> version of the film cut? that they cut for the US one. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Sorry for the quality. It's all right. Whoa. <laughs> oh my God, this makes so much more sense. Now. Okay, yeah. so let me yeah, walk over. <laughs> so when we were watching it, even, yeah. the explosion <laughs> happens. And then uh, the kid is just... He's in front of the he's explosion in, front of the explosion. in his wheelchair. And then, he's... and then he just slumps over. Yeah. And I remember saying to you guys, what did he die of? I thought it was internal injuries. Yeah, possibly. it's like must have been like the pressure from the blast <laughs> yeah. killed him. But in that scene, a cop trips. And you see, you see <laughs> the cop trip and the gun go off. You don't see... Air- in the original, yeah, or yeah. in the final In the version, version. that we watched. Because yeah. you can't, obviously, watch this on a podcast, uh, the kid in the wheelchair gets shot. Yeah, just right right through his chest. Right. In right. the movie, though, the gun goes off, and then all the cops start shooting because they think that the aliens did it, and that's what blows up the well, building. Well, no, they, right? just, they just edit out Eric getting shot and then continue, basically. Why does the building blow up? Because um, the they shoot the shoot guest. It. Well, yeah, right. yeah, but that happens in the Japanese version. Basically, they just edit out... Eric getting shot and then superimpose his wheelchair yeah. near the Close flames later. The and it looks so bad if you go back and rewatch it. It's like they just like put like, some had, scotch like, tape. Printed, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like a black silhouette that has no yeah. character or value at all. And, and a cop, I mean, not a cop, a doctor even comes by because he says he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. I, be- I believe him. Uh, they open up his shirt and just he, he's like, it's, there's nothing I can do. They do that in the movie? They in do. The Jap- I don't yeah. remember that part. No, the, the part no yeah, even in the regular movie. Yeah. The yeah. doctor comes up and he's he looks at him for a second and yeah, he opens up and he's like, there, there's nothing I can do. And I was like, well, that was fast. But then uh, the aliens heal him with their weird electrical magic. But in the Japanese version, the father alien pulls out the bullet with his fingers. What? Yeah. And then he's okay. Oh my God. Ew. <laughs> Yeah. That's horrible. Well, he's got those long fingers, Sam. It's less stupid, but it's more horrible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I didn't find that. I didn't, did you ever find a clip of that? Uh, yeah, it was on some guy's, uh, like a YouTube oh, video about Mac and me. He had clips from all those scenes in That's there. That's chilling. It's pretty... Are his fingers bloody? I mean... He has blood on his shirt, too, in the final that makes uh, no sense that they're being blood... Or, no, uh, the one of the doctor's hands has blood all over it. Oh. Which also makes no sense no without him getting shot. Uh, it it's so it's fascinating because I noticed I noticed that they cut something out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I makes, wasn't aware of what they did. Yeah, I I think it was wise of them to cut it out. Well, it makes even less so. sense. I don't know. I think the top ten things that you can't shoot in a movie. A uh, kid in a wheelchair. Or a child in a wheelchair. Yeah, not mm. sh- not shoot like film. I mean, no, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, gun violence. Uh, it's always been a weird thing when uh, when children are involved in, mm. in movies and stuff. And yeah. So I can see why it's a, we have such a weird culture in this country. But mm-hmm. uh, but at, by the same token, we go back to ripping off ET. It's the same thing, Elliot. 
dies, E.T. has to bring him back. Mm-hmm. E.T. dies, and then find out E.T.'s okay. And um, and the brother hits his head on the ceiling when he jumps, and it is one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. <laughs> so good. Okay, but the beginning of this movie, I think, has a sort of realism to it that by the time they get to the crazy McDonald's dance scene is like completely destroyed basically oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think if they had kept him getting shot at the end maybe it would have brought me back around because after the mcdonald's scene it kind of lost me i was kind of enjoying it up until then just because it was kind of audacious of them to be making like this really boring movie about this mm. wacky alien. very slow moving but then when they tried yeah. to wacky it up a little bit then it was kind of like okay you guys are just doing the same thing that any other wacky movie would do you don't think a so, kid getting shot is kind of wacky in a way of like nonsensical no, to I happen think, i think the kid getting shot and the father alien pulling a bullet out of him is just the right kind of like m- mundane but also horrifying realness that the rest of the movie, the beginning of the movie kind of had. I agree with that, <laughs> actually, because I don't think the filmmakers thought the kid getting shot was wacky. They did think that the dance scene was wacky. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fairly obvious. <laughs> yeah. It's like, th- this is supposed to be goofy, wacky, aha, 80s, you know, and it's very, very good, though. I in love that scene. The dancing? Hor- yeah. Horrifying, though, too, because Mac oh. is in, a, in the skin of a giant teddy bear <laughs> like with, the eyes, cut out. with the eyes cut out, which is clearly it's just a toddler in there who's they're making dance around it and uh-huh. stuff. And, the, and but, like, he's not even doing any dance moves. He's just step, kick, yeah. step, he kick. He did a pretty cool shuffle. St- you got a little shuffle. <laughs> yeah. If it was a teddy bear, a robot teddy bear, Oh yeah, thought Yeah, it's a robot, a robot teddy, teddy, bear. teddy bear. That's the cover. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. He got new microchips. And it took the, I keep saying FBI. I don't know who they are working for. NASA. NASA. NASA the, the NASA security guards. <laughs> it really felt like those guys had an assignment that NASA was just trying to get rid of them. Like, yeah, just give them the catch the alien jobs. <laughs> they're, so the they two, don't have to, they're the two bumbling <laughs> idiots. They're the bumbling idiots. And this is, there are some scenes in this movie that made me think that was expensive. And there are some scenes in this movie that made me think they ran out of money. And when a car <laughs> comes up with uh, an animal kennel in the trunk. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> sticking out. They had one car. And one cage. I'm pretty sure they start carrying it too. Like they take it's it so... out and walk around with this giant cage. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think like... they just throw it off to the side when they're about to go on the big chase scene. But too. they don't even have a van. They no. have one. Well, they have one van. But that, like the NASA agents, don't have. They brought their. It's like they brought their own car from home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terribly it's underfunded. A company car. And it is weird. Yeah. Like they, like you'd think <laughs> they're supposed to be threatening. Like, within the context of the film, yeah. I feel like they're supposed to be threatening. Because they sure are in E.T. Well, yeah. And I, think, and I think when they see him at the in the when they see that agent when they're first moving into town and he's yeah. checking everybody's cars, then they see him again later. I think that is a little bit threatening. Yeah. He, he comes to inspect their house after the power outage caused by Mac. Right. And they're like, he you know, the like they're guy. already on the case yeah. trying to figure out but then they show up with the cage in the back then it's wacky. the it, whole movie just takes a bad wacky turn and, and we talk we talk about shots and if if that nasa guy had gotten like a close-up menacing like oh here's the baddie but no he just walks over to his car to talk to his friend yeah. you know yeah and i know that like okay like i get that <sighs> If you gave him a scar or something, it would be like, well, why would, you know, why would this guy be undercover? You know, he's easily recognizable. But legitimately, when he showed up and the kid said that, I was like, was he? Is that the same guy? Uh I can't Mm -hmm. tell. He just looks like a middle-aged white guy. Very generic white old man. Yeah. And so the, the threat is somewhat undercut. 
because then he doesn't like go back to his car and take off his hat and the music doesn't go dun dun dun, dun yeah. you know or mm-hmm. something so it's it's weird that the threat of that is really weird it rem- this it's funny because this movie reminds me of a music video <laughs> well kind of it 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 kept bringing ideas of uh Megadeth's Hangar 18 which i don't know if anybody in this room but me has seen Mm-mm. and it's fine if you haven't but <laughs> The aliens, it, it, the whole thing is about how horrible Hangar 18 would be, like for aliens, like it's this terrible place where horrible things happen to aliens and they never get out and they never escape and they're cryogenically frozen. It's kind of like, you know, this is this is the dark side of Mac and me and E.T. And what? What's <laughs> Hangar 18? You've never heard of Hangar 18? Is that no. in Area 51? Yeah. Okay. It's the hangar where... I'm I'm old. Uh, <laughs> Hangar 18 is where all of the the aliens and stuff are kept, mm-hmm. supposedly. I thought that really was sad. just all of Area 51. Now, Area 51, I, I think I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy <laughs> theorist, but I like. I think are you sure. I think Hangar 18 is supposed to be. Well, now look. Here's the thing. I can enjoy a good conspiracy theory, like I enjoy a good episode of television. It's fake, but what a fun idea. Mm-hmm. A lot of the population can't do that, okay? They they can't separate it. Like, there's some stuff about the Denver airport that is hilarious. Yeah. But it, it's obviously not built for Nazis. So, like, you know. Or the Illuminati as well. Or the Illuminati and, yeah. So, but the, the aliens in there were very similar in sort of looks just wide-eyed and scared and stuff like that and it's what I got from this but then when it takes the wacky turn when it goes to McDonald's and Jennifer Aniston's there mm-hmm. her first her very first we all got to start somewhere damn it got to start somewhere <laughs> and only this, one way to go yeah, yeah. and then uh, Danny Cooksey was in this who is also in oh funny he was in Terminator 2 but he was also in different strokes and salute your shorts and stuff like that so like there were quite a few people in here that just popped up that and you're like well you became somebody didn't you mm-hmm. and then the kids, the brothers did not. The, the mom was in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, the mom stuff, showed right? up in a bunch of stuff. The, the older sister <clears throat> had a, a good run because she was in Teen Witch. And in a movie called Really? My, was she the Teen Witch? She was not. She was one, she, oh. And she wasn't the friend who sang Top That. Oh. She was oh. just a <laughs> random friend. But she's also in a movie. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. She's also in a movie called My Mother is a Werewolf. Oh. Uh, and then she stopped doing movies, which is fine. I think if that's you have a great run three. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's, that's a better three. run than I've had. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Well, we're, we're talking about her, aren't we? Was she the lead in a, my mother was a werewolf? I think so. Okay. Yeah, was that part of the one. teen witch verse? <laughs> the teen witch canon verse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Can I also bring up, this is not related to anything we've said thus far, but this movie was scored by Alan Silvestri. Oh, what who, the hell? Yeah. He did yeah. back to the future. He's done the Avengers, yeah. Uh, yeah. two of the three Avengers, the I two good Predator, ones. Yes, he did Predator, which is an incredibly good score. Uh, like he is a wonderful yeah. composer. But as we said, everything in this movie is so blatant and flat and bright that the score feels so overblown for the emotional yeah. impact of uh-huh. the scenes. It was why I, I paused the movie. I had to pause the movie because I went, this is better than everything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it this? makes it stand out and seem bad in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. It's, 
uh, every you know every year they do the the Golden Raspberry Awards, mm. and one of them is for worst score. Mm. And I'm always angry at those because it's usually not the composer's fault. It's usually because the 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 music in the movie didn't mash or mm-hmm. something. I guess you could call that the composer's fault. But if you if they got nothing to work with, if you got nothing yeah. to work with, what are you gonna do? And man, there was not a lot to work with here. But even if there was, like, this was a very overwrought score, mm-hmm. and just and you could hear like it felt like sometimes like rough cuts from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of very he... similar motifs of like, yeah, yeah. Sylvester sometimes his scores sound a little similar, but I mean that's the same way I think with every composer, especially when yeah. you're told to make something for a movie. Yeah, but if it if it fits the movie, you don't notice it as much as right. when it right. just feels like it was overlaid on top arbitrarily. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we need Did to you do... win worst score for this. Oh, Ronald McDonald won Worst New Actor for yes, this. Yes, he did. Oh, really? I don't think that's fair. <laughs> Which he was in, pretty good. In in he was cr- fine. Yeah, he in, does a good magic trick. In the credits, he is credited Ronald McDonald as himself. I, yeah. I, I mentioned that to Nick. Was... I mentioned that to Nick, and that upset me a little. <laughs> I don't like. Uh, I don't like when actors don't get credit. He was the Ronald McDonald of the time, though. But that's not his name. That's, mm. There's a guy. Are you sure? His name was no, like Squire sure. Friedel or something maybe, like that. Maybe McDonald's yeah. either hires people specifically named Ronald McDonald. Or, or force them to change their or, name. Or like it's like a community oh, subway God. situation. <laughs> <laughs> Makes them forget their past lives. Yeah. <laughs> Your middle name is French fries. <laughs> I, I wish Mac would have ate a French fry. He could have fit it in there. <laughs> oh, he could have. That's a very good point. He didn't drink out of a McDonald's cup, I don't think. Yeah. He didn't eat a French fry. Well, I don't think he drank out of one. But he, he, he could have, he, though. They I, gave him. Sometimes they gave him. It was in a McDonald's. In the, in the oh, McDonald's he scene, this creepy he reaches yeah. from the table. It scares outfit. all the children, but then they forget about it once he starts shuffling around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to talk. <laughs> there, there are scenes where it's it's Mac, the the animatronic puppet, that and they really express his elbows and fingers and joints yeah. Yeah. more than anything. He moves every piece of himself every time that you ever see him. Except uh, the head. Yeah. Except the head. And in the end in the courthouse scene, there's a scene where Eric is obviously trying to either get a high five or shake his hand. <laughs> and it just feels like the puppet is ignoring him. Yep. And he ends up giving him a kiss, which is sweet, but it's like, oh, they're kissing oh, those I guys too much at the end of the movie. Courtney's kissing all of them. They're all kissing all of them. It's not I good. Just, Imagine like, them kissing you with that uh, little butthole mouth. Stop making the face. <laughs> I just maybe the I'm not a big I'm not a big non-romantic kisser Mm -hmm. you know like that's a very special place for I'm not I'm not big into it I'm barely okay with hugs and so you're kissing the I'm sorry they're gross you can't kiss an alien no alien doesn't know what it means either probably maybe but they they do have lips like that so maybe all they know is kissing (gasps) I don't know they don't have lips, though. They don't have lips. Though. No, just You're a right. little slope. Of just a little hole. All they know is straws. <laughs> oh, 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 Yeah, how do you think they got straws on their home planet? Did they have civilization? Yeah, they did have their own straws. They did. Only the dad seemed to have a straw, but mm. there was a straw. And it looked like um, Earth straw. Did it? I thought it looked like it was kind of some kind of like hewn from some kind of mm. grass. No, I don't remember anymore. I, I, th- I thought it looked like, like a dirty that. Earth straw. <laughs> Maybe he had discovered the first straw. That's Just how they then. came about? Yeah. No, no, no. For his planet. Oh. Every planet has to have all the stuff invented on their own, you know? 
Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Then, Unless they went back to their own planet, bring a McDonald's and whatever that else That would be back. an extra prime That's why they stayed on Earth <laughs> and became American citizens. Yeah, because they did not want to go back to that <laughs> shitty planet yeah. and drink Sprite out of the dirt. <laughs> I think this is the actual Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Oh, you've been Squire looking that Duff. up this whole that's, time. <laughs> he, was, he was the Ronald McDonald at the time. So it's like... I thought I he wish, looked really familiar. Yeah. I wish things like that were still a thing. Everybody's mm-hmm. different all the time. Mm, Except well, like, like, I mean, are voices... Are you talking about specifically about the, the colonel like from KFC? And, oh, no. Oh, okay. That's true. Ronald is still the same guy. They just kind of screwed it all up and they don't do McDonald's land anymore. So it's not as much fun, you know? What? They don't do McDonald's land with the Grimace and the hamburger. Oh, I thought stuff. you meant like a play oh, place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they still have those kind of, but... Yeah. I feel like they're the phasing same. them out. They're mm-hmm. gross... They're, well, okay, so the thing about the McDonald's scene <laughs> was that when I was a kid, it felt like that t- to me to go to McDonald's. Yeah, but oh. there was normally so a play place cool. there, too, and that's why you go for Even your birthday. Even just the main restaurant had, like, it, mine at least had, like, stained glass of the characters. It had, oh. like, chairs that were shaped, I remember like, the fry character. guys and hamburgers. Yes, the hamburgers chairs yeah. are I, the, yeah. I think because it's a franchise, every McDonald's is slightly different. Mm-hmm. But I remember going to McDonald's specifically where the uh, the playground was some of the characters. Like, a slide was Mary McCheese. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Officer Big Mac head with, like, the yeah. bars around it. So it was more of an experience and, like, a special place to be back then. Yeah, and okay. now I think they're trying to make it feel like just like your cool well, yeah, neighborhood Well, yeah, fast food out. is not n- new anymore. I guess so, but I think that people our age would be really into it if McDonald's turned back into like what we had when we were kids. I feel like people, people don't eat in fast food restaurants really that much. Or yeah. At least I don't. Maybe this that's remind- they brought back mm-hmm. seats that look like hamburgers. Yeah. Th- this I reminded me of this McDonald's used to have commercials that were stories. Yeah. Because they used to have story art commercial commercials where it'd be like, "What happened to Grimace? Find out next time." Yeah, and it's like I gotta see, I gotta watch the next commercial. Yeah, I also remember the uh, so when you have the trays yeah. when you go to McDonald's and they have the tray, whatever they are, tray paper. saver, the paper. Mm-hmm. There used to be like stories and mm-hmm. games little and mazes little and mazes. Yeah, yeah I miss yeah. the mazes. Get the big breakfast with the pancakes. Yeah, and I do the maze. I do miss generally like mascot groups for restaurants yeah like there was or just even like anthropomorphic or whatever like bk Cl- taco Club, taco bell had peace. some that people nacho and dog well there were also kids though there were like, yeah or maybe i'm getting it confused with we're, we're just King. we're telling you out there fast food we want you to pander to us yeah i'll come back and i'll come back <laughs> i'm already back <laughs> well, yeah. i'm back there. yeah i just <laughs> i just went on a very long road trip i had a lot of fast food and let me tell you <laughs> nobody, nobody beats McDonald's for consistency across the United States. Hmm. That is hmm. the same freaking quarter pounder in Southern California that it is here in Missoula, Montana. There is no change in taste. And that is something that I appreciate. It's comforting in a way, but also discomforting when you think about it harder. When you think about how many aliens have touched those french fries? <laughs> oh, yeah. With their, their little butt faces. <laughs> their little butt faces. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> well. On that note, let's talk about the Golden Raspberries. So, it was nominated for Worst Picture. It did not win. Aww. Does it say what it did? Yes. Cocktail. But oh, this is a worse movie than Cocktail. Interesting. Um, they must. That, was, that seems go, like the a, golden axe to grind. They do sometimes the golden. Razzies yeah, that's very true. Clearly trying to grind. Wait, the, so this was the year that it came out. 
this what are the like it was happening back then and not currently or something. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. Well, also it was so big budget that people probably didn't consider it. I don't know. What do you mean? Like there's so much advertising behind it. Maybe people didn't realize it was terrible until later. Oh no, they did because it got nominated for a bunch of bunch stuff. Okay. Um. So let's see. Worst director. It was nominated and won. Oh, congrats. Stuart Raffil. Raffil. Stuart Raffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, he was co-winner with Blake Edwards for a movie called Sunset, which I have never heard of. Uh, worst screenplay nominated alongside Willow, really <laughs> with George Lucas and Bob Dolman. Hmm. I like Willow, I, I and think, it won. Yeah. What won? No, uh, what did win? Cocktail. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, worst new star Ronald McDonald. Mm-hmm. Not fair. Yeah, and uh, that looks like it's it. Worst new star, also Jean-Claude Van Damme in Bloodsport uh, as Frank Dukes. What do you think about that? I don't know. <laughs> was he a new star? Was that his first See, movie? that's the thing. I don't feel like it was. Yeah. Well, I guess that might have been his first lead, I guess. Huh. Maybe so. But Ronald McDonald was not the freaking lead. What did the guy who directed this directed a movie that you really like, right? That's going to be my real good, oh, and we will talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. But he did direct another terrible movie, which is going to be on here, called Tammy and the T Rex. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen the trailer for that, and there's part of it that looks extremely problematic. Is there <laughs> oh. a part of it that is extremely? Problematic? I haven't seen it all. I, I've just seen other people talk about it. There is uh, a gay friend. Yes, that's the part. And all of the police are very homophobic. That's the one. Ooh. Yeah, it's in the. It features heavily in the trailer for some. Really? Reason. Yeah, that aspect of I it. I mean, that's not the 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 bent of the movie. The, mo- the movie is <laughs> there's a T Rex. Much weirder. Yeah, yeah. There's a giant robot T Rex. Yes. with a human brain. Yes, <laughs> Paul Whoa. Walker. What it is? It's Paul Walker and Denise Richards. Whoa. <laughs> what the hell? Isn't Whoopi Goldberg blew. in it also? I'm, what? No, no, that's um, uh, Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex. Oh. Yeah, that which was is... a movie that I liked when I was a kid. And I want to watch that for this too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I bet, I bet Matt liked that movie. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, we'll talk about another movie he did <laughs> okay. later. Um, so uh, anything else we want to hit on before we move on to how we would fix it? We didn't even talk uh, about we, if we individually we, liked it or not. Oh, okay, let's do that. We never bit. also mentioned that Max stands for Mysterious Alien Creature. Yeah. Which very they, important Is that know. addressed in the movie? Or I think is that... that they added that scene in after the fact. No, his brother it... has some sort of goofy thing that he does where he talks about, oh, yeah. an ana- not an anachronism, what's the word I'm looking for? Abbreviation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's where his brother comes, his little You're brother right. comes They're goofing movie. around the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before we move on, though, I, we kind of jumped over this. Normally we start at the beginning, but I wanted to ask just sort of like, did you enjoy it or not? Sam. Oh, um, I th- I did way more than I thought I would. It was not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie that's particularly hard to watch or cringy in my view. It's also not necessarily a bad movie that is super fun to watch. There were moments where we all laughed really, yeah, really hard. Yeah, we really did. Punctuated by <laughs> extremely boring moments. like where A lot mom, of us on our phones. <laughs> where his mom and him are jogging for so long and they're playing yeah. the music. They're oh, that's playing right. like a song while the p- mom is jogging. We also, t- every song that they played was miscued. Like it didn't mm-hmm. belong yep. with yeah. the f- footage we were watching. That was part of his media plan. It, what I got was that he had, the director had collected these songs maybe <laughs> and didn't necessarily have them made for the movie or anything like that and he wanted to put an album out for the movie. 
So he just, like, just crammed his in as many songs yeah, oh as he could. God. They gave you this mixtape. <laughs> Sorry. Say that again? Oh, it's just they, they made a mixtape. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like somebody was playing a mixtape of Alan Silvestri music <laughs> and then interspersed with real songs throughout it. Yeah. <clears throat> that sounds like the Transformers the movie soundtrack. Or like the soundtrack for Avengers, which is full of like butt rock that you don't even think about being in the movie, or like music inspired by the movie, you know? Wow, I don't remember any songs. You should look up the track listing. There's for one Soundgarden song. Yeah, I that think plays they at the end. Took that and they spun it out into like that inspired genre oh, of God. music. What a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so I did have fun watching it. I wouldn't say it's one of my most favorite bad movies of all time. Maybe because it just toes that line between being kind of too competent to be outlandishly awful and kind of too boring to be like fun to watch. Hmm. Bill? I came, I don't want to say I came in of high expectations. I, I came in of really low expectations. We we know about this movie being so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pleased with more of it than I thought I would be. <laughs> it's your uh, we, new favorite movie. <laughs> it's my new favorite movie. I bought the Blu-ray. No, I didn't do that. I specifically got a U H D TV. <laughs> yeah. I I just we I again I watch these movies with my wife. We enjoy w- w- when these movies happen. There's always a kid who moves to a new town, and they're just cranky pants about moving to a town. That's that's a pretty mm-hmm. common trope in film. And they were just really stoked about their house. They were really nice to their mom because the mom did a thoughtful thing. Yeah, and she's going through some stuff. She's their recently divorced. I think that dad was dead. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, really? I, I, yeah. I agree with that. Oh. Yeah, I think dad was dead. Something happened. Something happened. <laughs> Mom hadn't worked in ten years. In ten years? Oh, yeah, yeah. right. And she, she hadn't been a... dead for ten years. So yeah, well, I like, don't know. No, they're in the picture at the same age-ish that they are. Maybe there's a prequel of Mac and Me with the dad. There should be with no and, aliens and, in and those NASA <laughs> FBI agents. <laughs> erase them it's about family oh they erase the dad maybe but when they move in there's a sassy mover which i thought was great Mm -hmm. and then the mom has a terrible weekend because the alien starts destroying the house (laughs) and she thinks her son dies comes to sears and messes up sears too while she's working yeah her new job but i yeah i really enjoyed the first third of this movie when it was just a really cute family dynamic i i think this probably would have been a better movie if the aliens just weren't so disgusting yeah about my mic (laughs) There's an incredibly sweet moment where the mom is showing Eric around the house and she's talking about like how low the counters are, yeah, how low the windows yeah. are, and then she like leans over his wheelchair little, and he kisses her on the kiss. forehead and it's so sweet. Yeah, and we could just having a two-year-old, I'm like, oh, my kid's that nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then the alien with the butthole mouth messes <laughs> up the house and brings a bunch of dirt and plants <laughs> inside. Brings a yeah. deer inside. And like drills holes in the walls for and no cuts reason. cuts door, which made me so mad. Yeah, I the was, door one was- a beautiful little, door. She's a nice big triangle out of the front door <laughs> yeah. with a saw. I I, uh, I my ex wife and I owned a house. The front door needed to be replaced, uh-huh. and I I don't think I've ever been so shocked at how expensive something is as a decent, not even nice, but decent front entryway door. Holy God! So when that happened, when he took the skill saw and just started <laughs> yeah. cutting for no reason, I would just ah! just upset me. You also yeah. fix it somehow, a hundred percent perfectly. Yeah, that, that's Got called that's mm-hmm. called filming one scene first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, house was going to be raised, so yeah, right. look how great this house is. All right, now we'll come back to this later. <laughs> yeah, Val, how did you feel I, about this? I enjoyed watching it because 
as we said, it's so prevalent in pop culture to like see the origins of that and also how the kid falling off the cliff in a wheelchair is in the first third of the movie and <laughs> yeah. it's not even the central to the plot really? not even that important because he doesn't even make friends with mac after he does that he yeah. makes friends with him later when they yeah. trap him in the vacuum yeah it's nothing so i liked i liked it for that and the fact of so many aspects of it are so egregiously stupid <laughs> choices <laughs> yeah like the fact that it's an exact rep well not exact that would be great if it was exact like mm-hmm. a rip off of et mm-hmm. that was the point that mcdonald's is like a hugely featured in it it's just like makes me so happy <laughs> that people all, people thought this was good enough to spend 13 million dollars on it and to release it in the theaters and to have all the promotion around it uh-huh and now watching what it was is just like oh god yeah this is this, um, this is very pleasant terrible a multi-level failure of many people's taste yeah so i and it's not and it's not i didn't find it boring to watch mostly because anytime mac is on screen you're just like mesmerized and disgusted at the same time (laughs) yeah uh so yeah it definitely drags and a lot of unnecessary things happen and take up Mm -hmm. a third of the movie probably it's too long it's like an hour and 45 minutes yeah yeah, you could have cut this down significantly but yeah i enjoyed it um in a way yeah, it was less bad and more bad than I thought at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's I, fair. I also enjoyed it. I had a good time with this in a similar way to Val, which it reminded me a lot of my watching experience of The Room. That like it's not it's not as good bad as The Room. Like The Room is a a true delight. <laughs> and and it's never boring. The Room is never boring, no. which is astonishing. This I did get bored a few times. There were yeah. the, the cave sequence. I was just like, I looked up from my phone. I'm like, we're still in the cave. Ah, mm-hmm. oh. so, but I I had a good time, which was surprising to me. Mm-hmm. And I had seen this before. I saw it uh, because I watched Mystery Science Theater 3000. So I was I had seen it and I was prepared for it. And unlike Cat in the Hat or um, some other films we've watched recently, like I just didn't feel the negativity that that I, you know, that really mm-hmm. marks bad movies for me. This movie is not mean. I don't I, feel like yeah, it's mean. It's important. But it's also not, not even the bad guys are mean. No, oh, but it's they... also not exactly saccharine sweet either, which I think no, is your problem. Yeah, with that's true. Movies. Yeah, it's I, I agree. Realistically sweet. The When the mom kissed him on the forehead and everything, or when he kissed her or whatever, it's like, it didn't bother me the way it does in a lot mm-hmm. of other movies. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess with that being said, I'll start with, how I would fix this, and you you need to to fire the director, mm-hmm. and you need to get somebody else in here. No, not Steven Spielberg, but I mean, you get somebody who's maybe worked in horror or something who understands how to hide things and have reveals as opposed to just like here's everything. It it needed something. It needed some suspense. It needed something else in there to make it function. And you cut a good 10 to 15 minutes out. Mm -hmm. I think it it could have been cut down. There was just too many boring parts. So that's it for me. You get a different director who's experienced in hiding these things and you cut some down. Sam? But if you get a different director, then you've just made E.T. again. And what's the point? Possibly, possibly not. Hmm. Okay, so... The the, the problem here is that this is so bland and blatantly shot that I don't know what it is. If you you get somebody with a vision 
for it. Maybe this guy's vision was bland and boring, but mm-hmm. you know, you get somebody who's got a different vision and ha- knows how to work with our emotions a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think you get something that could be special. And and then maybe it is ET. It's a rip off ET, but it's a better rip off of ET. Hmm. Bill, can I talk? About, are you going to say the rocket raccoon idea, or can nope, I go say for it? it? Oh, good. <laughs> okay, okay. This is the idea that me and Bill had to fix this movie. You <laughs> don't necessarily fix it. But you, it exists still. But Marvel's Rocket Raccoon spinoff is an almost exact remake of this movie, except Rocket Raccoon is Mac instead of Mac being Mac. And then he is like crash lands on Earth, and all the are the Guardians are also on Earth somewhere, and he can't find them. So the scenes where it's the family, it's the Guardians doing something wacky somewhere, trying to find Rocket. The and alien then, family, you mean? Yeah. So then he, Rocket Raccoon, begrudgingly befriends this kid in a wheelchair and kind of becomes his father figure, and they go on some kind of adventure together. And it's Rocket Raccoon instead of Mac. Sounds like a different movie. Mm -mm, It's the same movie. Yeah, just (laughs) everything. There's no adventures. Rocket Raccoon. (laughs) You make an 80s kids movie about an alien, except the alien's Rocket Raccoon. Actually, it sounds a lot like Howard the Duck. Yeah, you make a good Howard the Duck. Yeah, you make Howard the Duck only good. <laughs> that would be a good movie. Good. He doesn't necessarily have to have sex with anybody like Howard the Duck does. No. He just can hang out with this kid. Uh, he doesn't. Let's be clear about that. Leah Thompson does not have sex with him. Mm. He finds his, She finds his condom. I thought there was a scene where they wake up in bed with each other. Like, they get married, don't they? What? Oh, At my God. At the end God. of the movie? I've watched this movie many times. I don't and... remember there being a wedding scene. I will say that movie is disturbing in other ways, though. And At the end I of think... that movie, they are definitely in a physical relationship. Oh, my I'm God. Maybe sure. they are. I need to rewatch it now. We got to do that on this podcast because that movie is terrible. But as a kid, I loved it. I so. put that on the mm. list yesterday. Actually. Nice. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, I yeah, like... Val reorganized the entire list. And I, wa- I opened the, the our, our master list today and was like, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> so, Bill, if you're not going to do Rocket mm. Raccoon, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, make the alien less gross. Yeah. And that, I, I agree with um, having a different director who understands lighting and the special effects. I agree with having a more lively uh alien protagonist but I just it was so gross <laughs> I I enjoyed the the human family the human family was great I liked mm-hmm. their dynamic I thought the kooky neighbor kid was not funny but like yeah that's what I'd expect in a movie like this mm-hmm. I'm just I didn't care for that fleshy vacuumable gross I hated it yeah, yeah. <laughs> get rid of that and then this movie wouldn't be talked about as much I would say that there's literally almost nothing they could have done that would have been worse than what they actually did. That was the most... Alien-wise? The most heinous design that could possibly exist, I think. And they could have just... Yeah, that was pretty... It's pretty... I mean, they could have gone cheaper... And I think that would have been better. It doesn't look expensive, though. I think cheaper would have been better if they had, like, uh, a little monster's take where it's Howie Mandel in an alien costume. (laughs) Just, Just something like that where it's, let's get... Uh, be celebrity and just like, oh, I'm an alien. <laughs> I'm funny. How about a little guy named Ernest P. Worrell? <laughs> oh, no, we'll get there. Oh, we'll okay. get there. Okay. Don't you rush. Don't so, you jump the gun. Yeah, wrap it up for me is better aliens. Hmm. That's fair. Val, how would you fix this? I think you could have the same setting and the same cast minus the alien and rewrite the whole story with there still being an alien coming down and something happening with the kid and the alien. But the plot is stupid, <laughs> and it makes no sense other than the fact that you can tell it was copying E.T. So, like, any other adventure, 
alien and kid together, finding the family even, a different way to go about that. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah, a different visual look for the movie, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those two things combined. Like, I like all the actors, and I think they could have done a good job with a different plot, but with the current plot, it's just bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you're, not, if you're not given a lot to work with, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. So, yeah. I think they would have been a good sitcom family of some sort. Maybe like sea monkeys? Or, yeah. <laughs> no, no, the regular human family. Could have been like an elf type show, but a little sweeter than oh, elf. Oh, yeah, maybe. that's an interesting thought. I would like to see them in like a, a like a more serious movie with Something that with family a, dynamic. Without even an alien in it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. There could be a picture of them in the background. <laughs> it's clearly the next movie, but they've totally moved on from yeah. their alien experience. They don't talk to those aliens. I want to see more movies like that. The that, aliens moved away. That the sequel like just is just barely connected to the original. Like I wanna s I do I, I appreciate that one because it's like it's a different story. I it's one of the things I truly love about uh Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh-huh. Oh, is yeah. the fact that it is it's obviously in the same universe, but it's not a sequel sequel. Mm-hmm. And I love it because I love things that take place in the same universe in a in a weird way. And I think that's one of the things that I find that I like so much about the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now is it's like I can watch Black Panther and really enjoy it as Black Panther. But there's also this other side of me that's like, yeah, and then Captain America's in this too. <laughs> yeah. Like that that tickles me. Like I get excited. Yeah. So I would love to see like Mac and Me 2 with no Mac. Mm-hmm. Can I propose an idea for a plot for this? Go for I it. I think it'd be better like a show like Family Ties that's like mostly serious, but it's got a little bit of comedy. Yeah. Uh, Eric is going into high school and the brother is going away for college. And then uh, it's just like the trials of those lives. And it is the same family. Yes, the same family, and same actors. And they knew that alien, but the no, alien's on No him. alien, yeah. I just think it'd be interesting. I would watch that show yeah, if it I was would on. Too. Yeah, and then you could ever, every once in a while say, remember that time we had an alien? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or maybe they like send him a, a, a letter or something from <laughs> their travels in Hawaii. That's the framing. Oh, the aliens in a mail. <laughs> oh. I got a letter from I Mac. Like that. And yeah. the front is like the postcard with the family on it. And they don't act like they're aliens. It's just their friend who's in some other family. I'm loving this so much. (laughs) (laughs) This is exactly what I want to see out of a sequel to this terrible movie. I love it. All right. Well, it's time to rate this thing. And each of us has our own very special rating system. Mine is what Star Wars movie is this? Uh, And I am going to go with this is Return of the Jedi in that it's kind of ugly, but it doesn't doesn't harm me. <laughs> and I did enjoy moments of it, but it's also not good. And it it retreads a lot of things of an earlier film. There's another Death Star. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, and I would say, in, you know, obviously Return of the Jedi is a much better film. Um, but it's a similar experience for me of, of just like, I enjoyed that. I, I know there's bad stuff in it, but I enjoyed it. So there you go. Sam? Hmm, my rating system's the European toilet flush system. If you look at a European toilet, there's two different buttons after you've used the bathroom to push. One has two droplets of water, that's for your poop. One has one droplet of water, that's for your pee. And they each flush different strengths to get whatever you need to get down, down. Uh, and that's how th- th- I would flush the movie down the toilet. I, this one, I feel like I almost don't want to flush it down the toilet. Maybe I would go outside and pee on the ground or something and just let it be in a neutral state <laughs> could you just pee in the just... toilet and leave it for the next person to flush if it's yellow <sighs> let it mellow that seems rude 
What would I do to it? Well, how would I flush it? I think maybe I'd just give it one pee flush, I guess. Because I don't think I'm in a big hurry to, like, watch this movie again. I don't want it on my shelf of movies that I enjoyed. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But it was not a bad memory, necessarily. It was just goodbye. <laughs> so you'll you'll like gently push the the flush button. You'll mm-hmm. salute as it goes yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll Bye. have a wistful thought like, ah, you were like a particularly good cup of coffee or something, Urine. <laughs> See you later. Bye, bye, P. <laughs> yeah, bye, P. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Bill, uh, I watch these movies with my wife, who I love very much, and during certain scenes, she gives looks. We'd say uh, this movie only rated a seven weird looks meter <laughs> out of uh, what out of however many that's how um, many okay. cat in the hat had like 26 or something it was ridiculous uh, I see, I see. this is half as many as cat in the hat and it's mostly when the aliens were on screen being disgusting yeah mm-hmm. oh and when uh the the wheelchair dummy happened i got oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so oh man yeah it wasn't it wasn't that bad and we both agreed on a lot of things that were nice about this movie yeah mm. yeah it's more than half better than Cat in the Hat, I would say, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to watch that one. No, it's no good. <laughs> All right, Val, what's your rating system? My rating system is how I am stylizing font, weight, etc. the word <laughs> bad. <laughs> uh, so this one, it just gets an all caps, italics, bad. Uh, but it stands for bad alien doo doo <laughs> instead of mysterious alien creature. So is it B dot A dot No, because Mac's not stylized that way. Uh, it's right. sometimes right. stylized all caps, sometimes just capital right. MAC. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. B A D. If that were my system, I would do it in wingdings, I think. That's how I would <laughs> oh, it yeah, I'm saving that for something it's really for out something. there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think I know what it's going to be, too. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we got something on the list that I think is a wingding of a movie. <laughs> I, want, I, I, I real quick wanted to say, I thought Mac, because I didn't know it stood for something, I thought it was short for McDonald's. Oh, I didn't even think God about that until it. now. I bet you're right. I Maybe I am. I, I bet they're like, I, they retrofitted it. Yeah. My understanding of this is that they were the ones who were incredibly desperate for McDonald's to pay any attention to them. Is that kind of what you got, too? That's the vibe I got. McDonald's is... didn't even allegedly want them to put any scenes that reference the McDonald's food franchise in it. But I also don't Maybe believe that. Maybe because they didn't because want it, it to be associated with a pile of crap movie. Yeah, that, that, must, that might have been like oh, a you, you think they got? You think McDonald's got the dailies? Yeah, and wanted wanted out. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I feel like McDonald's thought up the whole music video scene, like the whole dance scene, because that's so much different than the rest of the movie. Then, in retrospect, they have distanced themselves from it with like mm. these lies about them not wanting to be associated <laughs> with. It. There, there was a phone call between the producer and McDonald's going, "Hey, what, what's this? Uh, what's this bear?" <laughs> what's that it's this uh, creepy bear with the eyes why couldn't it be Grimace <laughs> yeah. yeah oh that would be a good way to fix this movie too it would be about <laughs> Grimace getting lost he falls out of McDonald's oh. land and he ends up in LA and he needs some help because Grimace always needs some help yeah, yeah. Grimace always needs help <laughs> yeah. okay well it is time to move on to our final segment which is called Real Good where we try to get the help you get the taste hey, of this movie Ernest? oh right <laughs> Does Ernest make this movie better? I say yes. Is this a new segment? This is, this a, is, Sam Sam segment. is a Sam segment. This oh. is, it's left over from Christmas. Yeah. Uh, um, and I think it is a great overall rating system that we can all chip in on. We can on. all participate in this yeah. for sure. I say yes. I think Ernest makes this movie better either as Mac or as me. <laughs> okay. So this is 
I've thought long and hard about this. I don't think he would work as the alien. He might work as the alien dad, which would be hilarious. Yes. But not with the butt mouth. He would just be... He'd just be Ernest. He would just be little monster style Ernest, which would be great. I think he could work as the next door neighbor, as instead of the little girl. Mm-hmm. He's the one. Oh, <laughs> he's the one yeah, like, that's great. Hey, I saw your friend run through the backyard. He's weird looking. And then <laughs> Ernest is like the wacky friend who's trying to help them get away from the agents. And he's like the dude huh. with the car. It's like it's Ernest very much stupid. Well, it's yeah, or Ernest saves Christmas. This is very classic Ernest. This is a classic. Situation. Yeah, I and, say definitely Jim Varney improves this movie. Yeah, and it, and an Ernest movie that is an E.T. ripoff makes way more sense oh, yeah. than just mm-hmm. like a generic movie that is exactly the same as E.T. I think that Ernest could be the guy that accidentally shoots uh, Eric. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Wow, it's getting dark. <laughs> I, I agree that Ernest should be one of the NASA cops. <laughs> Oh, he should be the Oh, he could be agent. the bumbling. Yeah. Which is why yes. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. Ooh, what I and Ernest Turn is a bad guy trying to catch him. Well, he's just bumbling and dumb. Right. But he's technically like the antagonist of the yeah. story. But, but at of, the end, he's he's a good guy. He goes to the swearing in thing. Yeah. yeah he'd come around by the yeah, end. Yeah, but a think about him stumbling through a Sears, running around, yeah. carrying a big cage. So would he still be the guy who shot the kid in that? No, that's in a, that's version? a cop. It's know, not NASA. Maybe we could combine the two roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Ernest's sad. Ernest he's 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 real sad. And Ernest goes to camp at one point, and it is very sad because there's yeah. a song in that one. Does he sing it? Yeah, he yeah. talks about crying in the rain because he can't see his tears. Oh. Yeah, and, but Jesus. it's after he gets the holy hell beaten out of him. Oh no! Have you seen? Have not seen Ernest goes to camp? No, it is the first Ernest movie. I've only seen Scared Stupid and Saves Christmas. Okay, well those are both more enjoyable. Okay, but <laughs> Ernest goes to camp was the one that. That that started the franchise. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. Okay, well, now <laughs> we can move on to the segment that I like to call Real Good, where we try to help you get the taste of this movie out of your mouth. Now, what I was talking about is a movie by Stuart Raffle that, okay, look, it's not necessarily good, but it is wildly entertaining and enjoyable. And it is a movie called Ice Pirates, which if you haven't seen... I highly recommend. It's this weird, low-budget sci-fi romp that kind of makes no sense. You, you can't pay too much attention to it. But it's the whole premise is of this group of scoundrels who are smuggling water. Like, that is the the galaxy's most de- depleted resource. Mm-hmm. And so they smuggle ice. And that's why they're ice pirates. And it's, uh, it's Robert Urich, Angelica Houston. It's... Whoa. Angelica Houston? Yeah. Cool. She plays when... a badass in it, too. Hmm. In and the 80s, yeah. I assume? Yeah. John Matusak, I think, is in it. <laughs> um, so, like, it's a, it's a really interesting film. I really enjoy it. So, yeah, check out Ice Pirates if you haven't. Sam, hmm. what's your real good? So, at the beginning of this movie, this one's kind of obvious. At the beginning of this movie, Mac is, like, getting hit by cars and he looks like he's making like Looney Tune faces and turning yeah. into Looney Tune type things and it just made me think of how much I would rather have been watching Gremlins 2 I guess oh yeah so, just Gremlins 2 the new batch or that one part of the Twilight Zone movie with Anthony <laughs> that part is also you know just the kid the part most of a movie. terrifying yeah but the big rabbit creepy cartoon thing oh it's terrifying there's a good application of creepy latex cartoons that has been done before and it is always terrifying yes and it is in Gremlins mm. 2 and that one part of Twilight Zone so absolutely those are, my, those are mine excellent okay Bill uh, my real good 
It might also not be that great, but it's about uh, another family that takes in a creature that wrecks some ha- havoc, and then they have to reunite it with its family. I know what this is. This is the John Lithgow starring Harry and the Hendersons. Hell yeah. And I love this movie. I had forgotten about that movie until you said it just now. It, it's another movie that I, I've seen it more recently. I No, I care to admit this. I've seen it recently, and I love that it actually... It's a Seattle-based movie that has shots of downtown Seattle, which does not happen enough. Mm -hmm. That's true, yeah. So, Harry and the Hendersons. Does it hold up okay? I mean, it's Harry and the Hendersons. I love that movie when I was a kid. Should I not watch it again? Just just a real quick side piece is that I I had a friend who had a Harry and the Hendersons drinking game, which was just (laughs) watching this movie and drinking. (laughs) Oh, well, there you go. There you go. That's perfectly great. All right. Val, what's your real good? Yeah. uh, My real good is Men in Black. Yeah. Oh, Uh, yeah. There you go. There's aliens that are living amongst people, Mm -hmm. mostly covered up, but when they're not, they're creepy and gross, but in a way that's much more effective and better than Mac. And purposefully creepy. Yes. Yeah, also, that's a big, yeah. Also, there is an alien who needs uh, sugar to survive. Edgar the Bug <laughs> oh. needs sugar. Sugar water. water. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Men in Black is very good. And also, it is very good at the sort of setting the mood and scene with shadows and, and just like mm-hmm. the general vibe of it is mm-hmm. obviously successful. And this movie was not. So mm-hmm. that is my yeah. pick. Excellent. That's a. I haven't watched that in a long time. I keep uh, Men in Black is one of those movies that I forget how old it is. Ninety six or six seven. or seven. It was Dang. after Independence Day. It's Twenty years it old was now. After Independence Day. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. because I remember when it came out. Everybody says, "Oh, it's just Will Smith punching aliens again." That's exactly what I want. Yes, uh. I want more of this. But it's it's really good and entertaining. It was not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I was like conspiracy theories I love and men in black are very threatening in the conspiracy theories so I wasn't expecting it to be this sort of jaunty comedy Mm -hmm. action movie Mm -hmm. Um, but I always that I think also because it's had sequels for the last 20 years yeah the sequels have been so spaced out that it's like it's it's like still relevant and there's a new one coming out. Yeah, so. with uh, Chris Hemsworth oh, and yeah. Tessa Thompson. Like all different casts, yeah. Yeah, and are I'm on four? I am on board. Are there four men in black movies or three just... so there far? Will be four. Okay. There will be four. There was they were originally going to do a Men in Black 21 Jump Street. Oh, that would have been so good. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen what Lord <laughs> oh, Miller did with that. They but... can do a, a new sequel called Mib and Me, which is the Men in Black and <laughs> oh! Me. Oh. Yeah. I feel like this oh, movie taking is... Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> you can slot in so many other outside characters into this movie and make it better. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining me for this uh, yet another children's film. Did you hate uh, this one? You hated this one less than other children's films. Though. Oh yeah. Like this one, I get it. I I don't like it. It's not a good movie. Like mm-hmm. it is badly made. But there was a lot that I found charming about it. And there was a lot that, and there are some terrible movies that are ripoffs that I do find. It's like, yeah, this is charming. It's fine. It's not good. I wouldn't, you know, recommend this to, to somebody to watch if they don't like bad movies. Mm-hmm. But I had a good time. Yeah. And I want to do more group watches because mm-hmm. I think those are really fun when we get the chance to do them. It's just, it's hard to schedule four people for God's sakes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't hate this. I, I, I couldn't hate it. Like, even though there were moments where I rolled my eyes, it was I rolled my eyes at the filmmaking, not Mm -hmm. at the fact that it was this saccharine sweet thing. That's usually what gets under my skin. So Hmm. your heart is melting. (laughs) I don't think so. 
Mm-hmm. It's growing. You have to sizes. have a heart for it to melt. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You have the biggest heart of anybody I know. Don't tell people that. <laughs> just to, like the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. Just like the freaking Grinch. You are the Grinch. I am. No. After the movie. The I, nice never, Grinch. I never wanted to go out of my way to hurt anyone. <laughs> well, I think the Grinch was having a particularly bad day during that episode. I don't think he really wanted to do that. Day. But then afterwards, he's still probably a stinky old grump, but also he's like a kind of a nice stinky old grump. I also don't stink, just so we're clear. Okay. I wear a lot of deodorant. <laughs> That's so. true. You don't stink. Um, okay. Well, on that note. Uh, time to wrap up. I really appreciate everybody doing this with me. Uh, Val, you've got kind of a big couple of weeks coming up. What? Aren't you going to PodCon? <laughs> oh, sir. I thought you meant like on this podcast. I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm going to be at PodCon working that event, which is next week. And then I'll be going to London to work in February. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Everybody I talked to at uh, VidCon, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Well, VidCon London's coming up, so... I'm real stressed. <laughs> yeah. So, excellent. Well, if you're going to PodCon, uh, enjoy yourselves. I will not be going this year. I'll probably be going next year. But Is there something yeah. people should bring you? Oh, yeah. Bottles bring of me? water or something? Oh, last time I tweeted that people should bring me chaps, or would someone please bring me chapstick? <laughs> yeah. And somebody I didn't know brought me two chapsticks to choose oh, from. Oh, that's nice. Uh, that is good. Name something random this time and see if it comes true. A hard-boiled egg, please. Oh, oh okay. Choice. No, that's great. I think uh, this is inspired. I, I just like would this. be impressed if they pull it off. Mostly. All right. Yeah, if somebody's yeah. going, I know there are a couple people who listen to this that I think are going. At least they went last year. Mm. If you find Valerie... Get them a hard-boiled egg. I'm already regretting saying that because I have to get put it in my pocket or something. Eggs, put it in your pocket, <laughs> but leave the shell on. Oh yes, please. Yeah, because we, we need hygiene. <laughs> or so. don't, and I'll just eat it right away. No, no, because you got to have salt. If it's in a little container, that's fine. Uh, we'll we'll see. What there happens. are a lot of just go on Twitter <laughs> and just find out what Val wants. Bring Val so. an egg and a cup to put the egg in. Yeah, <laughs> and a tiny spoon. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> you ever see those people? They like, those little stands. Yeah, yeah, the little stand, and they try. I don't yeah, get it. I need to be people. really, really rough with yeah, my hard boiled eggs. In yeah. BigCon London, you can bring me that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what British people do. A nice jammy egg, <laughs> um, some marmalade. Uh, Bill, you work on a show here in the office. Yeah, I work on SciShow uh, with Sam. Yeah, we were, used to work on SciShow Kids. <laughs> Well, I still work with you in some capacity, <laughs> yeah, that's and true. it's great. You know what? We all to... we all work with each other. Yeah. I don't get to uh-huh. boss you around as much as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Sam, you have a podcast. Are yeah. you going to PodCon? I'm going to be at PodCon, too. We have a live show, baby. Really? Uh-huh. Saturday, 1 That's great. Two. I'm terrified. Well, of so. course. I understand. All I have to do is the poem. Well, I'm on Tangents. Tangents. It's the show. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's a show that I do with Hank Green and Sarah Riley and Stephen Chin. And we talk about goofy science stuff, and it's really fun. We're going to be live Saturday, one to two. I don't know the room or anything like that at PyCon. We'll so be on the if you're there. The thing. We'll be there. It's not on the main stage, but well, whatever. You'll find it. Um, and then 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 listen to that every week. And I also have another <laughs> show <laughs> called Real Love that I do with Rachel, who was on Cat in the Hat last week. Yeah, and um, that was such a funny episode. And every week we either pick a movie to make each other watch or we go to a new movie. We're doing that more recently because it's almost Oscar time. So, like, all the new movies are coming out over again. Or all the, like, nominated movies are coming out again to for people to see them. And then we review them. 
Excellent. It's called real good. Real love. Real lo- <laughs> I don't know what it's called. So so real bad is this podcast. Real good is part of this segment podcast. This segment one. on this. And real love is your podcast. All spelled like a movie reel. Yes. And my yes. fake podcast that I made up but not doing. It's called Real Real. That's about documentaries. Which I think is a great idea. I, TM, don't so TM, TM. Yeah, TM, I really love that idea. I think that is a great idea. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, you can follow us at RealBadPod on Twitter. And if you like what we do and would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash RealBadPod and chip in a buck or two. Do whatever you like. You know, live your life. It's, it's, it's you know, it's cool. Uh, thank you to our patrons, Carly B, Candice, Black Duck Studios, and I Love It Podcast, who will also be at PodCon. Matt Gatos will be there with some cool stuff. Stickers. I have one on my computer now. And Real Bad is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. You can go to cageclub.me and check out some of our brother and sister podcasts there. If you like anything about movies, specifically Nicolas Cage. I mean, it's Cage Club. Oh. I hardly. Yeah, that's where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> and I just saw a great Nicolas Cage movie, which is Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which if you haven't seen it, holy God, go see it. Somebody on this podcast has seen it five times. Their name is Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> it is incredibly good. Uh, and they saw it with me um, when I saw it. And it is uh, it is one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. It is really, really great. Especially for an animated film, because I'm not too big into animated films. Bill, have you even seen this movie? No, my Loser. kid. Uh, I, seeing it, movies when you I'm have using a kid. Them as a crutch. I, <laughs> Look, I, Hank and Catherine don't get to see movies. When you have a kid that age, it's just hard to go and see movies. It would be me going by myself, which I need to get over that stigma. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that whole, I, I don't know. I need to just go and sit by myself and watch Into the Spider-Verse because I've heard so many good things. Well, I got to tell you. Bad I, news is that it's not in theaters anymore. Don't so, you say that. At least here. It's going to play forever. <laughs> nah. But I will say that I think the happiest I've ever been going to movies is by myself. <laughs> it's just nice, you know? Yeah. You just have to save one seat. You just mm-hmm, have to true. just get there. You relax. Got to go to the bathroom. You don't worry about it. I don't know. Anyway, so, t- yeah. Oh, one of my favorite experiences is going to the movie with you. Aww. So my favorite experience is ruins it experience for you. Which which time? I don't know. We've been to a couple. We've been to a couple. <laughs> one that we both loved and one that we were split on. Uh, and Justice League. Oh, that we both hated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've run the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. What was the one we both loved? Uh, Infinity War. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is time to wrap up. Thank you guys for doing this podcast with me next week. Another children's film. And until then, this has been Real Bad. Real Bad.